My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. So very often, Lord, when we are tasked with something that is beyond us, uh, we begin to um, be fearful. What if, what if, what if we ask, we ask, what if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not strong enough? What if I am not smart enough? And this happens in the midst of um, the, the normal things of life, a new job, a new goal, in the midst of uh, perhaps sports or in education, in the midst of school. We have uh, self-doubts, and perhaps these self-doubts are not badly founded. Um, you know, a, a counselor, a psychologist would, would perhaps counsel against them, and, and yet, well, maybe we are being prudent in some way. And yet, sometimes we have self-doubts in areas where um, with faith, we have no reason to, to actually uh, be thinking about ourselves at all. Because, Lord, it is you who do great things in us. Every good thing we do is begun, sustained, and completed by your grace, by your goodness, by your love. I think so often we forget that. That you, Lord, are with us, that with you we can indeed do great things. We do forget as well that the saints are not some sort of anomaly to be studied under a microscope, but those who put their trust in you. He says, say, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. Fiat, let it be done. Let it be done in me, Lord, by your grace. Do amazing things. Our saint today, blessed Miguel Augustine Pro, I suppose he's beatified, he's not yet a saint, is one of those wonderful examples, just a, a, a very typical priest. And a man who was, who was bold, who was brave in his, in his vocation, and because he really doubled down on, in his faith in you, Lord, he was, was filled with, with his zeal, with his great fire, the fire of your love. Having received love, he was able to give it. Having seen what great lengths our Lord was willing to go for the sake of his soul, he followed that call. He picked up his cross. He followed you. And Lord, I think sometimes we, we fear going too far in, uh, in your call. Like, I don't know, that sounds a little crazy, Lord. That sounds a little crazy, Father. Sounds a little crazy, Sister. Um, I don't know if I want to be, like, that much of a Christian, <laughs> right? Can I, I, I just want, I kind of want a, a quiet Christianity, a quiet following of the God of gods and Lord of lords, the King of kings, the one who has died on the ignominious cross 
for my redemption. The one who has thought of me and loved me for all eternity. The one who has called me to share in his co-redemptive work. I just, can I just coast? Right? We often will do that. And so often, Lord, you tell us, be not afraid. I'm with you until the end of the age. What did John Paul II, St. John Paul II say over and over and over? Be not afraid. Be not afraid to proclaim the gospel. Be not afraid to be a follower of Christ. St. Maria writes of this call that we all have. He writes, a day of salvation, of eternity, has come for us. Once again, the call of the divine shepherd can be heard. Those affectionate words, I have called you by your name. Just like our mother, he calls us by our name, even by the name we were affectionately called at home. There in the depths of your soul, of our soul, he calls us and we have just to answer, Ece ego qui vocasti me. Here I am, for you have called me. And this time I'm, de- I'm determined not to let time flow by like water over rounded stones, leaving no trace behind. This time I'm determined, Lord, to let your love affect me. Because I can't do this on my own. Now, perhaps I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's, um, I was looking through the, there's, 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 a, there's a booklet produced by the church that uh, goes over the, um, the duties and responsibilities of the parish priest, particularly the pastor. And um, I was, I'd been told this before, but to see it in writing, to see it in black and white is amazing. A pastor is responsible for every soul within the geographic region of his parish. Every single soul. That is beyond any man's capacity to do on his own. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if you're Father Mike Schmitz and you're the greatest speaker and you're a Hollywood actor and you are, yeah, you got the gift of gab in spades and you're, you know, just, just, you've, you're just filled with all these, with, with, with lots of, lots of gifts, lots of talents. It's beyond the capacity of any man to do that well, Lord. So what can we assume? That a pastor can only do his work well, can only fulfill his vocation if he trusts in you. And this can be extended to every single vocation. Once again, St. Josemaria writes, Do not be afraid. Do not be alarmed or surprised. Do not allow yourself to be overcome by false prudence. The call to fulfill God's will, this goes for vocation too, is sudden, as it was for the apostles. A meeting with Christ and his call is followed. None of them doubted. Meeting Christ and following him was all one. And how often, Lord, can we do that? That we kind of, we pump the brakes on the things, on on, on our vocation. On our vocation to marriage. On our vocation to to bring the souls that we, we encounter at work within our families. 
in our parishes, in our homes, wherever they may be, we kind of say, well, well Lord, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too Christian. I don't want to really follow the call that much. Just, just let me be a quiet one. When it is you, Lord, who will do great things in us. The prayers of today's Mass are so, so beautiful. They speak of this being set afire with the flame of our Lord's love. Oh Lord, we pray, by your grace, may we be set afire with that flame of your love through which St. Miguel, Blessed Miguel, overcame every bodily torment. So against all odds, against bodily torment, against the worst thing that could be thrown at him, he overcame. Why? Not because he was just, he was particularly strong, but that he had been a set aflame with the fire of our Lord's love. He knew our Lord, and he loved our Lord, and he served our Lord. And our Lord did great things through him. And then our beautiful final prayer, may the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made your blessed martyr Miguel faithful in your service and victorious in suffering. What does that mean? May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken. Lord, may contact with you, communion with you, the meeting our meeting, our sacramental meeting with you, be the strength that we need to go out into the world and to proclaim the good news. Do not be overcome by the worldly prudence that says, ah, don't, don't, don't go too far. Lord, fill us with that flame, that fire of your love. Let's keep this in mind, and we'll end with this. A consideration that even the greatest of saints are the greatest of saints by your grace. When the angel greets Our Lady, your mother, our mother, Lord, he doesn't say, Hail Mary, great one. He says, Hail Mary, Full of grace. Hail Mary, this one who has received so much from our Lord. Hail Mary, the one who is set aflame with the fire of our Lord's love, affected so tremendously by our Lord's love that his redemptive act, which is still to come, is already at work within her so that she is conceived without the stain of original sin. It is by the grace of God that Mary is full of grace. She is small, and our Lord works in her. And this is how our Lord works. And we have been recipients of the grace of redemption. The grace of your love, the grace of your mercy. So we can look to Our Lady, who is full of grace, with confidence that He will fill us with grace as well, 
and help us to do the great things that he calls us to in our particular vocations, at home, at work, at school, wherever we may be, Lord, may we be able to say, fiat, let it be done. And finally, when we see our Lord, viva Cristo Rey, long live Christ the King. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me during this time of prayer. I ask your grace to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.